Hey girl. Or boy, you know. I just want to make you feel... I just want to make you feel good right now. Let me take you there. To audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Mmm, they got all giant, long audiobooks. <laughs> this shit's ridiculous. But head over. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even do Head over and listen. It's... It's free shit, you know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach, and I am also unprepared. Johnny is in Japan uh, for the month, pretty much. He's he's been he, a couple weeks is uh, his vacation that he he took, so he's there for another week. Actually, I think next week will be another uh, another week without Johnny. I'll try to get something more original happening for next week, but for this week. We are going to go back in the vault again. We're going to dip back into the vault because I am uh, I'm just not willing to sit here and try to ramble off a bunch of stuff for an hour and try to make something happen. Uh, just not feeling it right now. And uh, you know what? Going to have a movie night with my kiddos and eat some dinner and stuff. Haven't done any of that yet. But uh, going to get to that here shortly. But first, I want to let you guys know... Uh, that we are going back, uh, even though I'm 31, uh, I chose this episode for two reasons. Number one, because of the title of the episode, which is P-Hole Penetration. Uh, I'm 31, let me say that again. And number two, because it is episode 69. And again, I'm 31. Uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, Jumbled Rewind, episode 69 hole penetration we'll see you guys next week for another episode uh but for now please enjoy and we will see you guys soon okay bye What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach, and I'm pissed. And I'm Johnny, and I'm also pissed, but also excited, but also pissed. Maybe more pissed? I don't know. <laughs> so, a little backstory here. Uh, we were recording for 30 minutes, and then uh, we figured out that Johnny's uh, audio was messing up, and uh, and then it turned out it was messed up. I laid down four test tracks, no issues. And then it recorded the first little bit fine. And then at some point it decided to just fucking quit. You're ruining this glorious episode, GarageBand or Apple, and you're making it real hard for me to love you unconditionally. It's true. I'm going to start putting some conditions on my love. (laughs) What are those conditions? Like work. Number one. (laughs) You just got to work. Do what I paid for. (laughs) I like it. Well, you know, I'm just sort of we're rolling with it, man. You know, you just got to take it as it is. That's Johnny's true. Johnny said it was a it was a special episode, and as you guys saw, and maybe you're as perverted as we are, and you put two and two together, it's episode sixty nine. yeah. Hey, the good <laughs> thing about this is now we can put in the parental warning 
Oh, that's true. That's true. Jo- Johnny, do you want to take care of the parental warning? Because my parents won't be listening to this. Uh, Mom, we're gonna we're gonna listen or talk about some weird things. <laughs> you might you might just you know just stop listening. Yeah, I don't come know. back next week maybe. If Your call. I'm just you know. Who knows where this one's going to go? It's, it yeah. is episode 69. Yeah, Canadian Thanksgiving is going to be a weird one this year, man. <laughs> that's, not, that's not until October. She'll forget. She'll forget, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's going to be so disappointed in me. Yeah, it's it's okay. So, you know, we sort of already uh, touched on it. It feels like, you know, I know this is the first time the listeners have are hearing anything we're, what we're saying, but it does feel a little weird to go back through and try to talk about the same thing that we were just talking about. It really does, but I feel like we still got to touch on the length of pornos. Um, because yeah. that is a question that I've always asked myself while I have casually accidentally stumbled upon porn sites while i was googling completely innocent things um (laughs) completely yeah who the fuck watches an hour long free porno an even better question (laughs) even not even the length who the fuck is still paying for porn these days yeah that's what i want to know zach there was a there was a facebook group that was dedicated to um giving out so there was a guy at graceland will remain unnamed won't won't say names he lived on a different lived on a different house whatever but it got around that somebody for his birthday had gotten him a subscription to a porn website and it was wow. awesome because they just put the credentials out there on this facebook group and then you just joined it and you had it you know and you could log in whatever and <clears throat> the subscription like it ended it didn't get renewed or anything like that but the credentials still worked to get onto the website for like another three years before That's they amazing. figured it out. Yeah, Man, those so, tiny porn websites are always fucking up something, dude. Yeah, but it was like uh, I forget. I th- feel like it was a Brazzers company or something like that. So it was pretty big time stuff. Yeah, just but like slipped through the cracks. It's yeah, and so it was amazing. <laughs> so I have not since accessed uh, you know premium content site. I do get it because if you want to see the full length video, like sometimes I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll get, I'll find a video and it's like 60 minutes long or whatever, 30 minutes long even. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to see all of it, but I'll skip ahead to, you know, maybe a certain position or something like that, that works better for me, Mm -hmm. you know? And if you're, you're a lot of these free sites, you're only getting like clips, like, Three minutes, four minutes, whatever. Yeah, which what else do you need? No, and that's fine. I need like but, I need but, an intro. Like, why are they in this situation? I need a middle, which is basically just whatever they're really good at, and then I need an end. You know, get give me the cliff notes. You, like, yeah, exactly. We should we should create a a cliff notes for porn. <laughs> yeah, it's called fast forward. No, watch man. it at ten times speed. <laughs> that guy's got a lot of stamina. Yeah. No, it's like you just give like a brief intro. You're like, all right, dude showed up. He said he had a sausage pizza, whatever. This is where we are now. This is why he's he's wearing oh, yeah. it. Yeah, I like that. If it was a narrator. Yeah, yeah. Why is there no narration porn? Why haven't I not stumbled across narration porn? You know, you got to feel like Morgan Freeman would make a killing, you, dude. Oh, my God. Do you think there's porn for blind people? 
like de- describe. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't thought. I've yeah. never thought about that. Whoa, my mind is blown right now. <laughs> Holy, shit. Holy shit, dude! Maybe that's a thing. Hold on, I'm actually gonna look that, that up right now. That you know what? So before my audio decided to completely die, we were talking about my potential fear of of the porn black hole, um, which is essentially when we're kids. Um, and the internet first became a thing or like, you know, cable TV and there's those weird high level channels that you didn't get, but you still kind of picked up half a signal and right. you could see a green boob and it would get you off. Yeah. 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 But yeah. now, you know, I'm 30 and I've been watching porn for mom, plug your ears. If you're still listening, I don't know, 20 years. Um, like, yeah, sometimes you need something a little more intense, you know, it's true. And yeah. I... <laughs> like, where is that going to take you? Yeah. I don't know. Like. Like we talked about previously on the previous recording, but it's like all it used to take for me was just like watching the uh, the WWE divas walk down the down to the ring, and that That's was right. and that, that was, was it, you know. And that that was maybe twenty seconds, but it was like you know I had well, lotion. Are... And I had yeah lotion. Yeah. I never use lotion, dude. Let me tell you something. I walked into a bathroom the other day, and it smelled like. It smelled like the specific type of lotion that I would uh, that I would use. Oh, it got you going, didn't it? Yeah, rock hard, dude. And no, so I I was immediately transported back to my teenage room, and I just sort of felt like so uh, like Wanking a weird form, into your socks, <laughs> like a weird yeah, like a weird form of shame or something. It was it was pretty uh, well not shame, but like sort of weird. Just felt sort of weird mm-hmm. in that moment. And I was like I. Probably should get out of this bathroom. I don't know why it smelled like lotion. There wasn't lotion in the bathroom, so you maybe some... just start like obsessively masturbating. <laughs> that would have been awkward. It was at work. Oh uh... god, <laughs> uh, the old work jerk. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done that? <laughs> no. Don't need to incriminate yourself. But... <laughs> um, oh, so... but I guarantee you, there's people that are like, "Oh, I gotta go poop." Yeah, yeah. Why did it take you 30 no, minutes? I think... Wait, it doesn't take you 30 minutes to poop? Um, no, it, it definitely does. You know, that is one thing I will say for women in masturbation. They can do it sneakily so much better. Yeah. It's really hard to sneak around with an erection, you know? Yeah, well, they have, you know... A pocket. They they can... can yeah, they can conceal stuff, you know? Just shove mm-hmm. some something in into that space guys are just like you know it's it's, it's pretty pretty simple yeah but you know when <laughs> you know when we're in that place because you can see it yeah absolutely absolutely yep. um i think i've maybe shared this story once but ali and i went to the science center and they do adult nights um yeah so it's it's adults only and they serve booze and stuff and uh, one time we were there there it was it was like the science behind love and relationships and sex or something. Uh-huh. So one of the booths areas that they had was basically just like a sex toy vendor. Um, nice. And they had a uh, a sex toy um, that connected to Wi-Fi somehow. I think it was like Bluetooth to your phone and then to Wi-Fi. Um, so there was a kept stats on on all your masturbation and like your orgasm. No, I wish that would be pretty awesome. Um, but <laughs> it was basically um, you insert a little vibrator into the woman or the man if that's your jam. Um, sure. And then you could give the controller to your partner, 
who oh anywhere in the world, as long as it was connected to <laughs> a phone or internet, could turn it on and off and like put different settings. So the idea was you could be wearing it at work and then all of a sudden, you know, oh, you're you're thinking of your, your partner. You turn it on so they know and it, you know, starts vibrating up a storm. Yeah, that's super dangerous if, if you forget that there's something in there and then you're just like, a, oh, I got to go to a, a meeting with a partner or something like that. Just imagine like your dog sitting on the remote or something, just pounding away. <laughs> <laughs> just getting boned by your dog. Yeah, later you're like, oh my God, you were so vicious with like, it today. What? And she's like, what? I the left the remote all chewed at home. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find the remote. Where is it? Oh no. Oh God, that'd be awful, dude. Um, I did look up Blind people porn. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is something that Pornhub uh, actually. Sorry, Pornhub was looking into. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> Described video porn. Yeah, so they said they they're integrating audio focused uh, series. Oh, I mean, so... That's gonna be my new thing to listen to at work instead of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> porn for blind people so it's sort no, of like that's, uh that's you know up. and don't don't think of me poorly but if there is an option between using a restroom with multiple stall stalls and then using the handicapped bathroom mm-hmm. where it's a one-person bathroom but it's you know i think that bit, makes a little bit more sense if that if you have to more spacious i'm definitely taking <clears throat> that one you know, if you're in an area and you, you have you have to manage that, I mean, obviously you want to go into a private situation. You don't want to be like cranking one out and then some dude dropping some nasty deuces next to you. Unless that's your thing, which, you know, I'm sure that is some people's things. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I would ever do that, but I don't know, man. So, so I guess that, that makes sense that they would it would just be audio focus, but like, hmm. I don't know how that would work. Well, it's it's like the same way they do movies. You hear the movie, but then there's a narrator telling you what's going on at the same time, which I feel would make it very confusing. Yeah. But somehow it uh, works. Yeah, I would think they would just be doing a lot more talking, like, instead of just, you know. Hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like, but I also feel like, is that, like, completely necessary? You know, Wait, because... Blind people don't need to jerk off? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, is it necessary to change it up so much? Because you're still getting, you're still getting the moans, you're still getting the sounds of. Yeah, but maybe you want to know what's causing those moans. You need Morgan Freeman telling you the exact <laughs> speed at which the strokes are happening. <laughs> Do you ever match your switched strokes over to, the to porn? reverse cowgirl? Yeah, exactly. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't even want to think about Morgan Freeman doing that. Mm. You know what the other thing is that we need to bring up again? Because, one, Mm. it was a fantastic realization. Um, Mm. But I also want to just truly, truly cement that in your your memory. Um, Is when we talked about porn sites and we came to the understanding that we both use the same porn site. (laughs) It's true. And I asked if if you think there's a time. It's a pretty normal. That's a pretty popular one, yeah. But... I do seriously hope that at some point in t- I'm just going to start texting you every time I'm about to watch porn in hopes that you'll just you'll just, you know, text back like me too. God, that'd be awkward, dude. <laughs> Is that I sexting? 
See, I, I'm, you like, know what? I'm like old and married, so I don't understand the sexting thing. Does that count as sexting? I don't think so. I think it just sort of it's a. Uh, have you? Are you a fan of Scrubs? The show? No, I never really got into that show. Okay, well there there was an episode where there was it was like a musical. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison, and they're singing a song, and it's called uh, "Guy Love." Okay. Yeah, so it's just like a bunch of like, it's like just two bros, but you know they love each other. <laughs> love so they each do. other. Yeah, so that's it's fair. Guy Love, and I think that sort of falls into the uh, the same sort of. Oh, does porn push that too far from from Guy Love to just straight gay I mean, love? I don't know. I mean, would you? What would you consider you and Joe's rooming situation when you guys were at <laughs> Graceland? Because uh, there a was lot a of lot of nakedness and porno. I guess. There, yeah, there was. It was weird. It was really weird. Uh, that not weird in like a sexual way. Weird. I guess kind of sexual because it's porn. But I mean, when you come across a really funny something really funny, you yeah. got to share it with your friends. And sometimes you're gonna come across a questionable porno video and i think yeah i think you know as a good friend it's my responsibility to share that with you i think that the first introduction to uh two girls one cup happened in you and joe's oh man room. two girls one cup i also really liked one guy one jar uh, is that the one where he sat on it and it broke in his ass? Yeah. Uh, thanks for spoiling it for everyone. Uh, but yeah, mom, please don't look up either of those videos. You'll. you'll I mean, you, you could, but it's going to be super awkward. <laughs> like, oh man, go into it knowing that you were told not to look it up. But just, if you look it up, then just watch it's on you. just YouTube videos of people's reactions to. Those there videos, that's all you there need you to go. see. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Like, people, like, get physically ill. Like, I've seen I've seen some of those reactions where people just, like, vomit on... Mm-hmm. Just immediately. On cue. Yeah. Uh, which, um, in my opinion, is justified. I think I also saw uh, Kids in the Sandbox. I oh, think yeah. That, that's that a good one, one too. <laughs> You're, like, getting all nostalgic over it's these so really awful... Yeah. Really awful portos. Oh, You're like, man. oh man, good times, good times. With kids in the sandbox. Kids, kids in the sandbox still just makes me uh, squeam a little bit. Squirm, squirmish. Squeam. I think squeaming is uh, is probably the right term, even though I don't think that's an actual term. Yeah, it, it makes me feel a little bit weird, you know. Um, but hey, man, if that's your jam, yeah. I mean, things don't belong in my pee hole. That's all I'm saying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> even parasitic uh, worms don't oh don't even hole, say you know? that oh, have you man. heard about that yeah that or there's like a type Amazon. of it's it's oh there's that and then there's a type of fish a like fish a, a small fish yeah oh. there's a small fish that that is attracted to i think it's the ammonia or something like that so it swims up your pee hole right up the pee hole dude how do you Oh God! Where you Where are you going, babe? Oh, I'm just going fishing. <laughs> uh, just in going the pee fishing. hole. Yeah, yeah. That's awful. Yeah, I agree. Um, of all of the the crevices and holes and cracks in my body, the pee hole is definitely the a no go zone. Yeah, it's off limits. 
It's like, that's like probably numero uno and then, you know, the, I have the, like fudge, a, the fudge I, factory. We also don't, you know, don't venture into the well, fudge factory. Zach, you're, you just gotta, you gotta broaden your horizons a little bit here. <laughs> All right. Remember, Zach, if you're not two knuckles deep, it's not Yeah, three. yeah, yeah, you, you said that before. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the... Well, maybe, you know what, maybe we just, you know, start a new thing up and that's how we end the podcast every time. You just you throw out that reminder every single time for every episode. <laughs> there we go. And remember, <laughs> remember, friends, you ain't two like knuckles deep, weird, you ain't clean. It's like a weird Mr. Rogers. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been a weird childhood. Mm. Uh I was going to ask you a pretty grotesque question, but I'm just going to go for it. Uh, nope. Well, nope. I was going to say if you had a choice between getting glassed, which is the technical term for having something shoved up your urethra, or getting, well, I will just say the two girls, one cup situation, what would you prefer? Which one am I? Well, I guess it doesn't matter because they both you're, ended up yeah. You're the one getting right. the you're the one getting something shoved in your pee hole. Or you're the one, basically. Okay, we'll just we'll just break it because if you haven't seen Two Girls One Cup by now, I'll save you some challenges. It's basically two girls who are making out, and you're like, yeah, this is sweet, this is nice, little lesbian scene. Not like, you know, not my go to, yeah. but I can, yeah. you know, a little bit of it, sure. Um, sure. And then I think the first step is they have like a wine glass, like they're drinking wine and then one finishes it. And then the other girl poops into the wine glass, which <laughs> that was like a martini glass or a martini glass. Yeah. Which yeah. by itself is, you know, definitely outside of my, uh, my world of appreciation in, in sexual arts. Um, and it goes <laughs> one step further. And then the girl who's holding the martini glass full of poop starts eating it like a bloody ice cream cone. Um, and that progresses basically to these two girls eating each other's poop and then throwing up into each other's mouths, just poopy throw up in their mouths. So yeah, Zach, would you rather have, well, that's a Friday. That's just a Friday. That's just a regular Friday. (laughs) Yeah. No, I would, um, oh God, if I had to, if I had to choose between the two, like a spoonful would you rather take a spoonful of poopy puke vomit? <laughs> yes. Or, or, or have something. Yep. What about a catheter? I don't. Well, I've never had one of those, but I yeah. assume they give you some sort of. Uh, no, I think they just they just go right in there. They don't give you any kind of pain management. What are they, they going to give you a needle to freeze your wiener? Like, come on. Give you, and they probably give you a local anesthetic. Well, I mean, they lube it up. That counts, you know. <laughs> And put some KY on it. It's all good. <laughs> no, man. I don't know. I uh, God, that's a terrible thing to have to choose between. But I think I'm definitely not. I'm not. You, don't mess with my dick. You know, it's sort it's of like Texas. Dick. It's sort of like Texas. You don't mess with Texas. Yeah, you just don't mess with my dick. Stay away from the pee hole. Yeah. Yep. That is a that is a definite. You like? That's like when you. You know, for like uh, theme parks or you know, any like a sporting event or something like mm-hmm. when you buy your ticket, it's only it's only good for one. Like you, ha- once you go in, you can't come back out and then get mm. back in. 
Like it's it's like going to a, like a baseball game, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, have you ever had a, an STD check before? No, but I'm clean, dude. Well, I mean, I, I suppose you are because you're married and have kids and and whatnot. But even when you were young and free and rambunctious. Well, my version of young, free, and rambunctious was probably not the same as everybody else's. That's a good point. Um, so I have a funny, <laughs> I have a funny STD check story, but it, okay. it, it. I mean, obviously, people know where we went to school, and it may or may not involve a person in that town. Okay, can I share that? I mean, as long as you don't say names, I think we're okay. All right. So uh, um, I had a, let's just say, rambunctious evening somewhere okay. in the state of iowa at some point <laughs> somewhere in the state of <laughs> iowa at some point um a and field then, it was just in a cornfield somewhere probably uh yeah i love those cow patties um <laughs> 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 but i decided that i should make sure that i you know get a, a health check um so the standard protocol for a male std check is testing the skin inside your urethra. Uh, okay. Oh god, I'm loving watching your face right now. We should screenshot this, and that should be the picture <laughs> of this episode. Um, uh, so how they do that is they take a Q-tip and they place okay. it up your urethra, uh, uh-huh, about uh-huh. you know an inch or so, inch and a half. Oh my god, dude! They that wait far? a little bit, and then they pull it out. Um. And essentially what happens is your the, the lining, the urethra wall, s- dries and sticks to the Q-tip. So they're removing urethra skin. And that's what they test for, like, STDs and stuff. Um, so yeah. it, it definitely is not an enjoyable experience. Um, I've had it done a couple times because, you know, you got to like to be safe. Um, sure. This one time in a doctor's office in somewhere in the state of Iowa, I would mm-hmm. say they it's they're a smaller doctor's office. Um, sure. I went in, didn't want it to be, you know, a big thing and just kind of was like, hey, I had a sexual encounter and want to make sure that, you know, I'm OK. Um, so this doctor is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, that's easy. It's a dude, by the way. Um and uh, he's like, all right, well, let's we start with a visual inspection. Like, he's like, do you notice anything? Are you having pain? Are you is there like discharge? I'm like, no, 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 like no symptoms. I just want to get it in. Make sure it's good. Um, sure. So he's like, OK, well, I guess we'll we'll administer a test. Um, so he like rolls over to me. He's like, hey, stand up and like pull your pants down. He like rolls over to me in his office chair, puts on one glove, he's holding my junk while looking up at me. And inserts the Q-tip with a hand that's not gloved. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. Wait, why isn't it flipped? I don't know. I don't know why he didn't glove the other hand. You got to handle those balls, Jim. Well, the the gloved hand was was the hand that was touching me. Right, Um, right. So, God, I'm really sorry, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, we told her. Yeah, that's true. You've been warned. Um, anyway, so it takes like a couple seconds. I got to leave it in there. Right. So he's basically sitting on this rolly chair. I'm standing up. My junk is like face level for him. He's holding it with one hand and he's like asking me about like the local sports team while it's waiting for it to dry. I'm like, my junk is like right there, dude. Like, can we just, can you just 
pull, I was like, can you just pull this out, please? He's like, oh no, we got to give it sufficient time to like, to like seal or something. He said, I don't know, some weird medical term. And I was like, what, what does that mean? He's like, oh, it's done. And he rips it out. And I was just like, oh, oh, um, so that was my, that, that was a experience with pee hole, um, penetration. Uh, I would not recommend it. Also, no. I, I don't know how people get into that as like a sexual pleasure point. Yeah, that's that's definitely a weird thing. Um, I will say, I already I, I went through the process. Me and me and the wife decided we were done with kids. You know, we're done oh. having kids. So I already went through the process of getting the old the old snip snip. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? Uh, well, you know, it's been a couple years now, but, uh, it was, uh, it was good. You know, we, uh, I mean, good as it can be, it was minimal pain. Like it was, it was just sort of weird that I'm just sitting, you know, pretty much awake. You're awake for it, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They give you just like a local, they rub like some numbing cream on numbing pretty (laughs) much or a gel (laughs) pretty much, man. Uh, and you also, they also gave you a Xanax, like oh, one, Xan- and... one Xanax to take before you came in like an hour before. And so, um, I, I remember going in and it's just awkward cause like, I'm just sort of spread Eagle, you know, I'm just like mm-hmm. my, my junk's just out there, you know? And, uh, and he's asking me similar questions like about local sports teams and you know, what, just like, yeah, can we not talk right now? (laughs) I'm just like, dude, just like find that vast deference, snip that shit and let's get done. You know, let me put my pants on. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I, I, and they like burn it, you know, so that it doesn't like fuse. So it doesn't fuse back together. And, uh. And so you get the smell of your, your burning your, testicles. Yeah, the ends. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, basically, <laughs> but but it was a it was very strange. But uh, I don't I don't think I've ever seen a uh, a any kind of like weird uh, pornos about people getting uh, the old snip snip. You know, I don't think no, that's. I don't a think thing. there's a. I don't think that's a. Well, there might be some kind of weird fetish. <laughs> I'm just gonna start trying to find the most fucked up shit again and send it to you. Just Dude, so you know, I'm yeah. thinking of you. You know, I, I really feel like we need to, it's like the rebirth of, it's like uh GU part two, you know, and we, you, me and Joe are all on text thread together. Sharing is caring, man. Um, Sharing is caring. And, and I, and iMessage has gotten so much, like you can watch videos and stuff inside of iMessage that's now. That's true. So. We, uh, every 69 episodes, can we do a, a porn review, like Academy Awards? <laughs> I love it. I I wish we would have thought about it. I, I would have gotten uh, like an episode together and stuff. But I didn't even... You're like... That was the first thing you said when we got jumped on the Skype call. You're like, what episode is this? It's like 69. Oh, no. We did not prepare enough for this. Well prepared. We could have had some sweet sponsors. Some Could have wrote some bits. Um, I would yeah. have wore a much different outfit. I would have put on like some leathers or something. I would have just gotten a big old. I would have gotten like I would have looked like uh like one of those uh, dudes at the sporting events, like the the mascots. But mm. I would have just been a big a big cock, a big wiener, just yeah, big hairy wiener. Uh, <laughs> you'd fit in that real well, you know. 
Thanks, man. Thanks, dude. Hey, Zip It Zach, we need to show some love for our sponsor, Audible. For you, the listeners of Jumble Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. That's right, a free book, free 30-day trial. What more could you want? Saving you, I don't know, like 30 bucks or something? I use Audible, Zach uses Audible, a bunch of our listeners use Audible. They all like it, you're going to like it too. Hell, you might even love it. I know I do. Anyways, this month's book is going to be At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes, written by yours truly, Ross Patterson. Now, I must warn you, this is an adult content book, but it is absolutely hilarious. If you like westerns, shooting em ups, actions, lovemaking, drug use, horses, kids covered in gold, spoiler alert, sorry, you should check out this book. It's absolutely hilarious. The Audible is fantastic. It's not a monotone narrator reading you a book. Ross Patterson himself with some of his friends do all the voice acting. It's extremely engaging. Felt like I was listening to a movie in my head for about eight hours. Absolutely check it out. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com jumbled. Again, that's audibletrial.com jumbled for your free audiobook. Now back to the show. Do you think that like double dude 69ing is very dangerous? Like, the guy on the bottom is, like, how do you manage that, you know? Unless you're, like, doing, like, a weird, like, lay on your side sort of scenario. Well, I imagine they have to side 69. Yeah. Which, to me, is just not as good. Gravity just sort of will fuck you up there. Yeah, you penetrate your brainstem. (laughs) How'd you get that traumatic uh, brain injury? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) As I type it out on my keyboard... Let me tell you, because <laughs> I can't form words anymore. Oh, yeah, uh, man, oh, this no. uh, this episode, dude. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so, uh, did we rehash yet? Uh, you you took a vacation? Did no, we, talk we did that? not. Um, yeah, so I was on vacation. That's why I wasn't here two episodes ago. Um, it was fantastic. A much needed eight days in uh, Ontario um, with our former fact checker Mike, who is currently fired. Um, <laughs> currently fired. <laughs> I like how you're keeping it open for, you know, maybe if he gets the shit together, you know, maybe if he gets the shit together, we'll take him back. He does have a nice <laughs> microphone, and it's sitting on his desk. I just know he's really busy right now. He's a, a refrigeration mechanic. Um, mm. He does industrial stuff. Um, and it's summer, and it's really hot in London, Ontario. Um, not all of Canada is is the tundra all the time. Um, so he's working, you know, eighty hour weeks right now. So it's it's Dang. tough for him to to get in. Um, but I'm sure over the winter, when he's a little bit slower, he will uh, he'll get back on board. But he's got yeah. a backlog. He's just keeping notes on all of the stuff. He's we're gonna have basically one, one episode, episode where it's just Mike. Yeah. yeah, that'd be I'd be okay <laughs> with that actually. Um, yeah, we, we rented a, a cottage on the lake, uh, Lake Muskoka in uh, Ontario. Um, I say cottage, but it, it was like a 3,000-square-foot house. So, you know, it's not really yeah, I think when I think of a or, cottage, when I think of a cottage, I'm like, oh, so it's like a, it's like a, you know, it's like basically. A one-room dwelling one, that has like a yeah. bed and a stove in it. And like a, and like a half bath. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, this was. <laughs> This was a beautiful mansion on the lake. Uh, our other buddy brought uh, his wake his uh, wakeboard boat, so we did a lot of wake surfing. 
Um, I did some kayaking. I did face my fear of, of personal watercraft, a small yeah. personal watercraft. Um, so we kayaked every morning, which was pretty sweet. Put on a shit ton of weight. But you know what? Getting married, so I ain't got anyone to impress. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I I was keeping up with you on uh, on Instagram and and uh, Snapchat and all that stuff. So yeah, I sent some uh, marginally inappropriate Snapchats, um, including uh, a video <laughs> of Cody half passed out on the dock, which we probably shouldn't have left him alone. Um, yeah, no, uh, peeing I, off I, the I, side I, of it. Though part of me was actually hoping he would roll over into into his own pee water, although I mean it's into the lake, so it you know it it's diluted obviously. But I still think it would be pretty funny. Um, yeah. But then I thought about that I was also three stories up from where he was, um, and a bit of a hike to get to him. So he would yeah, he's a firefighter. He'd have been fine. I I don't think that firefighters are totally uh, waterproof and incapable of of drowning. I don't. Oh think my that's god! A... He he told me a the best firefighter story ever. Um, yeah, and I think it compares. Like everyone loves hearing, you know, like if if you have a friend who's a cop, like tell me your crazy like encounters or crazy people sure. you come across, or yeah, um, you know, someone's in the military and they share a war story. That's you know pretty cool to hear too, or what life was like overseas and whatnot. Um, yeah. I never really thought about firefighter stories, and we were like sitting around the fire, fairly intoxicated, it was late at night. Um, and I was asking him because he's he's been a firefighter for about three years now. Before that, he was a power engineer, um, which is okay. what I used to do before I came to Graceland. Um, and he was making a shit ton of money in the oil sands doing that. And I was like, how do you go from that to you know making? significantly less money as a firefighter and he's like oh i wanted to like help people and do something different with my life and i wanted to be closer to home and um and whatnot and he's like plus it's you know we hear a lot of funny you you experience a lot of funny stories or you have a lot of funny stories from doing it. i was like huh like like what and he's like well we don't actually fight fires a lot of the times um a lot of the times we're responding to like ems calls or right like anywhere right. paramedics go in canada firefighters have to go as well um or car accidents. He said a lot of car accidents. Um, but he did tell me this one story where they fought this fire. Um, and it was like a multifamily home, like a duplex kind of thing that caught on fire and they were fighting it and they got everyone out. And then it's like the classic, like, Oh, my cat is still in there. <laughs> Fuck so, your cat. Your, your cat's dead. Well, Jingles so, is, Jingles jing- is gone. <laughs> well, they weren't having that. They, they were committed to getting the full save. So two dudes go in, pull out this limp cat, out of the fire oh, no. um like pull it down and then i didn't realize this but firefighters and ems carry well firefighters i can't speak for ems specifically um or emt sorry um have pet um uh pet uh, cpr kits so oh yeah they yeah, do yeah. pet cpr on this cat cat comes to life it's a miracle there's like a bunch of people standing around the fire you know, like watching the fire, watching the firefighters work. So it's like very cinematic. Had like their marshmallows. Pull this gear back, roasting marshmallows, <laughs> um, enjoying the warmth. Um, yeah. So it's very cinematic moment where they go into the house, they pull out this cat, and everyone's like clapping, cheering, and they're excited, and they give the cat over to uh, to the owner, and she like they're really happy, blah blah blah. And this was near like they 
pack up and they were like doing a rotation or something fires like contained um so the owner's still holding the cat like everything's chill um they're getting in their trucks and everyone's like waving them goodbye um and they honk their horn um which is like traditional like hey bye like you know sorry your house burnt down but you know nice meeting you kind of thing so they yeah. blow their horn twice like bomb bomb and then they start driving and everyone's like waving at them like two hands like hey 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 and they thought that it was just um like them waving goodbye um so they're like waving back like yeah see you guys bye like thanks for supporting firefighters whatever blah 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 um they get to the fire hall uh eight hours later that the, their chief comes in was like uh so good job last night boys um almost a clean save I'm like what are you talking about like we got everyone out and we saved the cat and they're like yeah um you you ran over the cat on your way out and a- apparently what happened when they they blew the horn the cat flipped its shit obviously it's pretty traumatized oh. at that point jumps out of the the owner's arms and starts running like under the fire truck and everyone that's like waving at them like excitedly goodbye was trying to tell them to stop but they didn't they couldn't hear or see or like understand whatever oh Um, no they ran over the cat oh jingles yeah jingles got fucked up jingles had nine lives uh was down to his last one when they did cpr (laughs) oh fuck man so i he tells it a lot better obviously but i just thought that that was just what like a shitty way to you know you go home back to your fire hall and you're celebrating like you saved these lives and stopped the fire from like spreading to other homes and like even saved the cat and then and then your chief comes back and is like yeah I just had to fill up paperwork because you guys crushed the cat that you saved. Oh God, that's so <laughs> sad, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's one of the more sad stories I think I've ever heard because it's like everybody's just like. The emotions, right? You're you're terrified you because, and then you killed the cat. <laughs> yeah, you know you're terrified because your house is a, a blaze. All of your belongings, every all of your memories, everything in there that's important to you is is gone. Yep. Um, you know, you get everybody out. Oh no, the cat's in there. You know, you're scared for the cat. Get the cat out. Oh no, is the cat gonna make it? The cat makes it. Oh god, so so happy, <laughs> and then. Splat. Terrified, and then mourning, and then probably a little bit angry. I would what assume. an emotional roller coaster! Um, but yeah, yeah, he had some pretty, uh, pretty funny stories. So our thing, which they've, which he's traveled with, uh, with Mike a couple times, but they because he's a firefighter, so he always jokes um, and calls Mike Captain Mike. Um, and I guess they were at a bar, and it started as a joke, and like some girls were like, "Wait, what, you're ca- like Captain Mike? Like, what are you captain of?" And Cody's like, "Oh, he's a captain of our fire hall." And they're like, you guys aren't firefighters. And Cody has his badge. So he'd be like, oh, yeah, we're firefighters. And he would, like, pull out his badge. And they were, like, they were going on about, like, how they're firefighters. And Mike was is too shy to, like, correct it and then just had to go with it. So they were in Nashville. Yeah. And they went to a bar and said they were Engine 23. Um, and uh, that they were firefighters as, like, their bar pickup line. So that tradition, tradition, I guess, joke carried forward on this past week because it was Mike's basher party. Um, yeah. So everywhere we went, it was, we were engine 23. Um, and then our tagline was, um, what was it? Uh, the heroes you don't need or deserve. <laughs> 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 it's just, just oh, that, like, like 
that guy, the firefighter guy, he's he's just fucking hilarious. It just goes with it. And apparently when they were in Nashville, they someone called them out on that. There was another firefighter who was like, oh, like your firefighters. Oh, yeah, we're from Canada, blah, blah, blah. And started asking a bunch of questions to Mike. But Mike doesn't know any of the answers. So he just like was drinking his beer. And then Cody like stepped in and started answering all the questions. I was like, you guys are idiots. Like, <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, that's. I mean, at least that's not, like, the extremes. Like, you hear, like, assholes, like, impersonating, you know, uh, like, people in the in the armed forces or something oh, yeah, like that. Like, yeah, the stolen valor stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like, a different level of shit, you know. But, so, at least, you know, if you want to act like a fireman, like, what kid didn't want to, what little boy didn't want to be a fireman? You know, I mean, I wanted to be a fire truck when I was a kid. I, I vividly just, remember that. Just the truck? <laughs> I just wanted to be the truck. <laughs> Johnny wanted to be a fire truck. Uh, you know what? You can do anything you want in this world. I want to be a fire truck. <laughs> anything but that. <laughs> Bro. That, I oh, can't. God. A fire truck, man. Oh Jesus. It's too funny. So it was it was a pretty it was a pretty good vacation. I learned a lot. Uh yeah. it was really funny. And just hearing some of those stories of just the life that they live. And yeah. it's such an interesting career choice because he'll be like, Yeah, I'll go to work for they like, do twenty four hours on. He's like, and if we don't get a single call, it's like I'm just hanging around out with ten dudes. We're playing video games. Like they have chores, right? Like they have to clean the fire hall in the morning and sure, like prep their sure. gear and like they'll do some training. But he's like, a lot of times it's like we, you know, we hang out, we make breakfast, we clean up, we we work out. And then it's like, all right, let's watch a movie. Uh, let's play basketball. Let's, you know, play video games. Let's do this. And then they go to bed and if they don't get a call, it's just like pretty chill. And he's like, and I get paid. Great. Yeah, he's that's like, not that's not a bad life, dude. No, but I mean, when, granted, when hits there the are fan, the moments. Yeah, yeah, there are the moments where you do got to nut up and run into a burning building, but or a car or something, and yeah. So it's it's an interesting lifestyle. It was pretty cool to actually talk to someone about about what that's that lifestyle is like and and whatnot. Yeah, so. my uh, my grandpa was a volunteer fire uh, firefighter mm-hmm. um, for a while. I don't think he does it anymore, but. But yeah, that's a, uh, I mean, that's that's a different kind of, that's a different kind of work, man. Yeah, somebody's got to do it, you know. That's true. I thought it'd uh, be kind of a cool adventure because Cody started. Um, he's about my age, so he started later in life too. Like, there's a lot of younger people who get into firefighting in like the early 20s, and he kind of went in as late 20s, early 30s now. Um, yeah. But uh, I also really appreciate my air conditioned office. You know. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there aren't flames licking you on the face. Yeah, yeah. that's. I, I think I think that sort of wins out. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have? I have all of my notes here from my from the solo podcast, uh, which I hope I did an okay job on. Yeah, man, you did a um, great job. I I listened to it and I was thoroughly impressed and proud. Um, and you did give me the opportunity to do it again the next my own the next week. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't I wasn't stepping up to that challenge. That's a <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's all good, man. Um you know, I I did I didn't want 
<laughs> to do the solo podcast because I didn't feel prepared at all. But somehow an hour flew by and I was like, okay, well, yeah, I guess man. we'll just that's, roll with it. That's uh, So I was listening to our dear friend Joe Rogan and he had a guest, um, uh, George St. Pierre's head coach, you know who GSP uh-huh. is, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was talking about flow state, <clears throat> which is like finding the right balance between um, challenge and fun. Um, okay. Meaning if, if something's too easy and you're succeeding at it too fast, you get bored. Um, and if you're, if it's, something's too hard, you get, you know, a lot of anxiety or frustrated and you stop doing it. Um, yeah. so it's, you know, he says he tries to train GSP around that flow state and you know, you're in the flow state when you're doing something and then you look at the clock and the like, holy shit, two hours have gone by. Uh, right. And it felt like you kind of found that, that flow state where you rose to the challenge. There's obviously would be some anxiety in doing it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you did pretty yeah. damn good, bud. Thanks. Thanks. I, uh, I do, but I do have all of my all of my notes here. So I don't know if there's anything you wanted to touch on. But there was there was a. So I talked about Trudeau's eyebrows. Oh. What, what what's up with that? Do you do you know what what that's all about? What yeah? What, I don't. What are you guys getting? So it's it's interesting. The uh, the media. So you know we've talked about it a bit before. Having going to school in the U.S. and having a lot of U.S. friends who are just the U.S. like democratic you know left-wing americans just love trudeau um i uh I i've never heard anything about his eyebrows before though okay there was a cnn article and i mean this is you know part of it's just like the 24-hour news 24-hour news yeah, cycle a slow just news day clearly you're talking trying about... trying to find something you know gotta gotta get something on the news. I don't know exactly what it was about. I I had guessed that he had uh you know, maybe taped some caterpillars to his head or something like that. I didn't know what <laughs> Yeah, that, <laughs> I have not heard anything about that about that here. Um I mean he's an interesting guy. I won't say good or bad things he's I mean I'm neutral on him personally. Um yeah. well, I, we don't I, need I, to get political. I didn't yeah, that I wasn't know. the intention at all. Um, but but yeah, that's that's funny that that's the story that that makes its way. Not the the legalization of marijuana across Canada. Woo! Um, so that goes into place. I think they said in October or something, into the summer. I can't remember when. Um, but it was officially the bill was passed and voted voted on and passed. So marijuana will be uh, completely legal across Canada in the next four months or so. Dude, that's sick. Is there any, like, um, is there anything about, like, transporting large amounts of it? Uh, so I think it's going to be province to province, and it'll be personal use, I think, is up to an ounce. Like, you can own more at your house, but if you're carrying it on your person, it can't be more than an ounce worth of product. Okay, I gotcha. Which, which is pretty standard. Um, I think that was the law that was the difference between a possession charge and a trafficking charge for marijuana. So they're just kind of keeping that consistent. So if you're okay. carrying less than an ounce, it was just personal use is what they called it. So it was a possession charge. Um, so it's going to be pretty exciting, though. I see what it does to our economy and tourism. Um, I know it's been really successful in the few states that it's taken place in down south um it'd be interesting to see how a whole country responds to it obviously there's 
a bunch of people who are not pleased about it um, while they're, you know, smoking cigarettes and drinking beer. So, yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why people have such a big problem with it, but it is what it is. Um, personally, I'm just waiting on that that moment for America as well, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't foresee that happening for a bit. But... I don't imagine while your current uh POTUS is in power. Man. The bloatest POTUS. <laughs> speaking speaking of, and I'm not getting political at all, but I just think it's so funny how he's clearly just not paying attention to what other people are saying because you know, there's all this talk that people have, you know, about, um, you know, immigration and families getting ripped apart mm-hmm. at the border and stuff like that. And I'm not going to even touch on that because I could talk for another two hours on that alone. But um, Melania went down there and she was visiting one of the places or whatever and... Uh, what was the deal wore, with her jacket? Yeah, this yeah, is she wore a thing. jacket. And said, "I don't, I don't care to do you or something like that." And it was like a really weird sort of callous, yeah, sort of thing. To apparently, she didn't wear it when she visited the places, um, but she wore it when she was leaving Washington. Mm-hmm. And you know, their press secretary or not press secretary, but whoever was like. Oh, you know, it was just she grabbed a jacket and she didn't even it was just a mistake. She didn't Okay, she just grabbed grab. a jacket. Yeah, whatever. I don't believe it. But that was at least that was, you know, something that that, you know, tried to smooth it over. And then Trump out of nowhere is just like, Oh no, it was a it was a political statement to the to all the, you know, fake news or whatever. And it's like Trump's not even on board, you know, like he's not even on board with like trying to push the same message. No, he just he's does just, his own thing. He's going renegade and just saying whatever the fuck comes yeah. out of his mouth. Not to get too political again, although we are, we're walking on a, a slippery slope here about yeah. the, the tariffs that were put in place by Trump on Canada saying that we're a threat to uh, national security for the U.S. Um, and did you hear that he... That Trudeau called him because it has huge economic impacts on both our countries. And I think it's actually going to end up being worse for you guys than it is for us. Um, But uh, and Trump Trump talked about the war of 1812 and how Canada burnt down the White House. And Trudeau was like, (laughs) uh, we were still British at that time. Yeah, we're like our country wasn't even formed yet. He's like, still a colony. Yeah. No, <laughs> you're a threat to our national security. Yeah, he so doesn't. we can't buy your we can't buy your aluminum. Okay, whatever, dude. But oh, God. Trudeau, although I love and hate him in at the same time, uh, I thought he did something really strategic, and they Canada countered by putting tariffs on um, the primary exports of all of the red and swing states to put pressure on on Trump. <laughs> I love that. Which I think is brilliant because I think, I think, well, every, every political party's voter base has to know that there's repercussions to their actions and who they vote in. Um, And I think it's important for politicians to know that those people see those, those repercussions. And as much as it sucks, that it's probably going to mean a lot of 
you know, as a lot of farmers is what it's going to target. I know a lot of it was food based product or, or, you know, stuff like that, um, sure. are going to suffer. I think it's really good for them to see that like, yeah, isolationism isn't really a good direction to go. No. Cause that is it. That trade street is a two way street. hundred percent. And typically we were getting the shitter end of the deals anyways, because we're smaller. So now all he did was just fuck yourself, Trump. Yeah, well, I'm just waiting on uh, I'm just waiting on 2020 to come around, you know, 20. Dwayne Johnson, here we go. Here we go, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Honestly, at this point, I don't like they could they could elect anybody at this point now. Mm. I heard Kim Kardashian's thinking about making a run for it. <laughs> It'd just be A and T Thursdays. She would she would just do her uh she would just address the nation wearing basically nothing or doing her whatever that mm. photo shoot. You remember that photo shoot she did where she was like I forget what in the shower yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah, it was like champagne or something like God that. God bless right? America. That's the route that your country's going. God. Yeah, well, you know. We'll see how it all pans out. It's uh it's it's It'll sort be of interesting a, for sure. Interesting, um, yeah. So I, it's not related to our conversation at all or sixty nine day. Um, but I thought I would share a, a funny situation that Allie and I found ourselves in um, this past week or so, whatever. Um, okay. So I came home after vacation and turned on my TV because I'm going to watch some episodes of some shows that I didn't get to watch while I was away. Sure. And I turn on the TV and Apple TV turns on and it's playing Coronation Street. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. Um, so I exit out and it was it was under our recently purchased. And I was like, weird. Why would Al buy Coronation Street? Um, hmm. And uh, thought nothing of it, whatever. And I was watching my show and then Al got up because um, I get up early. Um, so that's usually when I watch the shows that I know Al's not going to want to watch. Um, and she comes outside and she sees me navigating through the menu. She's like, when did you start watching Coronation Street? I was like, what are you what are you talking about? Like, I didn't buy Coronation Street. It was on here when I got home from Ontario. Like, you bought it. She's like, I didn't buy that. Turns out, um, we've we've gotten to the habit of leaving our Apple TV remote on our couch, not like on the armrest or on the coffee table, and our dog's like sleeping on it. Um, so Gus, I'm, we're blaming Gus. Um, he butt purchased Cor- all of Coronation Street on my iTunes. <laughs> Is so, that so? I don't know anything about that show. Is that a popular show? Uh, it's a. I think it's a British show that's fairly popular in Canada. I didn't even look at how much it cost, but we own all of the seasons now. Um, that just says so much about well, just how you feel about the show. Uh, that you yeah, know. I would. I would never pay for it. I remember it being on when I was a kid and some people liked it and I was just like not it's very dry British humor. It wasn't my jam. Right. Maybe I'd appreciate it now. I'm probably gonna watch it just to, you know, get my money's worth out of it. Um <laughs> just be like, okay, whatever. So I and I shit you I don't know what he's done because it goes it goes one step further. So we got the new Apple TV and truthfully I didn't read all the new perks that the difference is from the first one. I just know it sure. has a stupid touchscreen remote that I hate. Um, but apparently there's a way that you can push like your favorites on like one button or like one button combo or something and it will immediately go to that show um Mm -hmm. so we're talking we're joking about this coronation street and then two days later we're watching netflix 
Gus jumps off the couch, sits down, and he sits down on the remote. And whatever he pushes, it immediately starts playing Coronation Street again. I was like, God damn it, Gus. We don't want to watch Coronation Street. Like, fuck off. He's, he's just dead set on watching Coronation Street. Yeah, he's Street, done it dude. three times now where he just sits down on the remote when Coronation Street starts playing. I was like, piss it, off, does dude. It, does it do, like, asshole detection or something like that? It does must, because like, he's a giant like, asshole, that's for sure. Is it like a fingerprint scanner, but it's like an asshole scanner, so anytime it detects his asshole, <laughs> then it knows to play Coronation Street? Something like that. I don't know, but <laughs> I was just... Ali and I had this argument of, like, you bought Coronation Street. No, you bought Coronation Street. Like, God damn it, dog. <laughs> so now we got to put the remote somewhere more... Uh, more difficult to sit on i guess i don't know right yeah well you know those those corgis man that was a rough week let me tell you that week that i was gone al i think really questioned about why we had two dogs um because one morning she she texted me she's like i'm an hour and a half late to work forced me she was like really pissed i was like whoa what happened she's like your stupid fucking dog Climbed up onto his kennel and knocked over his giant food bin. And there's food everywhere. And they both just eaten it. So they found a way to get onto our couch and then onto the back of our couch. And then onto their kennels where we store like their big bin of food and right. knocked it over and then was eating it. And then he apparently ate so much he threw up. So Al like is trying to get ready for work, comes out and there's food and throw up everywhere. Um, and these dogs just being complete idiots and it made her late. And then she got stuck in traffic and I was pretty sure I was going to come home to an empty household. Um, but the dogs uh, are still here. So that's good. Um, but yeah. Gus is definitely no longer the favorite. Yeah. You just have to, you'll have to put all the food in like a, in a big bin. That's what it's, we do. Well, we have a, a bin with a lid on, on yeah. lid on top of it. They, because it's their kennels are a bit tall. They're like probably two and a half feet tall. Um, two feet tall. It it took a far enough tumble that it the lid popped off, like the latches broke off, and oh, just like no. spilled, probably like four gallons of food like everywhere. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was. And <laughs> you're on vacation, fucking dogs. Wake me up, spill their food, puke everywhere. Uh. I was like, okay, I, I'm I'm about to get on the boat now. I'll talk to you later. Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. Oh man, yeah, that you're leaving all your troubles behind, and hopefully you come back and you know I did my best. Everything's there, yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah, so try to make it up. Well, I don't know. On that's, that uh, note, let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap this thing up, man. Well, Johnny, it's been it's been uh, good to see your face, but it's been uh, it's been long enough where uh, I was starting to get some Johnny withdrawals and. You know, we, uh, you know what, as, as much as we weren't prepared for episode 69, I feel we, like we pulled we, it uh, off. Well, we had a practice episode, so that helped. Yeah, we had a practice 30 minutes, so we, we knew sort of where to go and where not to go. Uh, but we hope you guys enjoyed this, uh, this episode and, uh, make sure to tune in for the next one. Uh, want to let you guys know real quick. Uh, we're on uh, social media. Just search for Jumbled Podcast. If you want to send us an email, jumbledpodcast@gmail.com. Uh, obviously, you are listening listening to us, so you found out somewhere to listen. But we are. Uh, if you wanted to know, we're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play Music. We're on Stitcher. Uh, we're on Player.fm. Uh, but wherever you're listening, if you would please go over to iTunes. 
and leave us a rating or review just to let us know how we're doing. That'd be great. Um, and if you want to be a patron uh, to the podcast, head over to patreon.com slash jumbled. Give what you feel comfortable with. Uh, wanted to give a, another shout out to our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled for your free 30-day trial and free audiobook. Take advantage of it because um, it's a good deal. And that's going to do it, guys. Um, again, hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast. About pee hole penetration. <laughs> Gross, man. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Bye.